Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast. Has anybody seen the Avs? Because they didn't show up in Winnipeg. It was too cold. They got frozen out. Uh, Not a great one as the Avs lose 6-2 to the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, that emoji is accurate on that one. It was bad. I don't think there's any two ways around that one. Avs now no longer in first place in the Central Division directly from this loss. I mean, we'll talk about that, too. Let's just hit the 60-second rundown first. Uh, Avs blinked, and it was 2-0 Winnipeg. First period where both teams only had six shots on goal. So not only were they bad, it was boring. And that's the worst sin that you can make of a hockey game. Uh, Never be boring. Never be boring. It did not get particularly better uh, in the second period. Winnipeg's able to make it 3-0. The Avs just were bad with the puck. Whether it was flubbing opportunities or giving it away, either way, they did not manage the puck well at all tonight. You get to the third period, the Avs get one goal before Winnipeg drops the hammer. Before you know it, it's 5-1. Then you get some garbage timers for a 6-2 final. It sucked. I don't think uh, I don't think I have much else to say about it other than it sucked. That's all. I don't need the 60. Uh, getting into it, getting into the first period of this game. I hate to say I was right about our pregame, but I said they got to manage the puck better. They've got to watch the turnovers. And they directly paid the price for not doing that in this hockey game. It's painful at times with this hockey team watching that. You're in a game like this. You make a couple of those turnovers. How do the Avs get out of a funk like that? Because we saw it tonight. They made a few, and then they just kept making them all night long. Whether it's these no-look passes or these errant passes, whatever you want to call them. I'll, I'll go first. Like I'll be quick on it. It's very simple. It's when things aren't going, when, when things aren't going your way, you, you can't be stubborn. You, we talk about playoffs all the time, especially in playoffs. Most times it's not there, and when it's not there, you got to get the puck deep and you got to go chase it and go get it, or you make a soft dump. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not old school saying dump and chase. Oh, don't make plays. That's not what I said. Sometimes it's just not there. And you have to be able to identify that it's not there and then change your game around a little bit, greasy it up, muck it up, grind it out. We said before the game, I said it, I feel it's going to be a grind it out game for the Avalanche. It was not where near a grind out 
performance. It was a very below average performance, and it starts with exactly Rudo's point there. When it's not there, it's not there. You can't invent it. You've got to make it happen, and you've got to change your pattern and your philosophy if something they didn't do tonight. Just looking at this first goal, it sort of highlights something that's causing them problems at both ends. But Avs are in the better position. They win that D-zone faceoff. It's as easy as what should be a clear for Byram. LOSU gets swarmed outside the blue line on that breakout play because it's just not the smartest move there. And I think the issue is it's like they're trying to take shortcuts because they're so eager to create. You see that in the offensive zone too where they are creating turnovers on that side of the ice. And I think the issue is they're not disciplined enough because they're trying to jump over one step to get to the next because they just want to create the high-skilled plays. And as a result, that those shortcuts are causing defensive lapses. And that's how the puck ends up on a Jets player's stick, or they're able to battle LOC, you know, two Jets on him outside their own blue line and bring the puck back in. And then Byram on the play coming back, he has his head at the he's looking at the wrong player. He isn't quite sure positionally where he needs to be there. And I think the confusion is because of the skipping steps. I think that they have to, I know we talk about sticking to the process and it's such a hockey cliche, but you can't shortcut hard work and you can't skip those steps. Yeah. It, I think that's especially combined that idea with Kale McCarr is not in your lineup tonight. So you really need everyone to make sure they're making those next steps. And you look at it, Byram had a pretty terrible night all the way around. On top of that, you look at their third goal, Caleb Jones, just a complete brain fart with the puck. And you're now looking at a defense that is actively costing you the game, which is often the Avs' best strength in a hockey game. It's hard to win when you flip the script like that. Yeah. It's... Uh, they, they cheated the game tonight. Okay. And I think that's I can the live easiest... With that. That's the easiest way for me to put it. As Megan was saying, they, they, tried to take short, they tried to take shortcuts. You cheat the game, dude. You just get beat. You just get beat. Unless you have an outstanding goaltender performance, which they did not, you get beat. Yep. And that's as simple as that. You got you got outplayed. You beat yourself. And uh, name one av that you thought was good today. None of the above. I don't think any of them tried like maybe you make an argument for someone on that third line but did they produce no so ultimately does it matter they didn't change the game now they didn't create momentum i mean they had a couple good shifts you know but i'm saying nothing changed as <laughs> right. a team you know? if you're talking about relatively good third line actually good i don't know if you could say anybody they're okay it's tough it's tough when you play that poorly and I think the problem is it was infectious tonight, right? It's not just, oh, Caleb Jones makes this mistake. Yeah, well, he's your 6D. That's going to happen sometimes. He's your 7th D. He might be your 8th. He might be your 8th. He might be your 8th. Right now, yeah. yeah. If, you had, if you had Sam Gerard and Kale McCarr in your lineup, is Caleb Jones in your lineup? No. Fair enough. And, and at that point, you're picking between Jack Johnson and Sam Malinsky. So your 8th D threw a 
pizza up the middle of the ice. That was a big one. And you got, and it turns into the third goal, and, and it's just like, eh, and that well. guy throws a pizza, and you go, all right, shit happens. Yeah. On the next play, your best player does the same thing. Oh my god, dude. It, yeah, it just doesn't end up in the back of the net. Right. So <laughs> Nathan McKinnon doesn't get punished for it, but what is that play? Right. Like, it's yeah. bad. You can't have it from him. You just need better. And I know he had a two-point night tonight or whatever on two garbage-time goals that mean nothing. It's just... They're, they're feel-good goals. Yeah. like Those points count the same at the end of the year on the stat sheet, but as far as relevance to being competitive in this hockey game, wasn't there. I yeah. like... I'm oh, sorry. I, I like mm-hmm. 29's first two shifts, though. He was flying. He did a few things. Remember AJ or somebody was saying, like, oh, my God, what was that? It was unreal. It was like puckles on a string and... I, I like this first two shifts. First two shifts are a long way away right That's now. That's my point. You know, but then, I, you know, again, it's a team effort. I'm not blaming him. I'm saying there's a reason he lost 5-2. I mean, goaltending was subpar at best. He is what he is. We talked about it before the game. Let's not try to make this a, a thing where it's not. This is a third goalie of an organization or back backup at best. Uh, and I'm not blaming him. Uh, I'm saying they're using him right now to, to wake Georgiev up. And we'll see how Georg- I'm assuming Georgiev is going to play tomorrow. We'll see how it responds. But that was a very the average did something. performance by him. And uh, didn't help the cause that obviously everybody was throwing pizzas. And, you know, I mean, nobody was really performing. And it was a really lackluster effort tonight overall by everyone. Well, and, and here's where you add on to this problem. You mentioned defense bad, goaltending bad. Your offense couldn't finish either. You had two or three opportunities when this was still a hockey game where Miko Rantanen doesn't even get a puck on net on what should be a quality opportunity. And they didn't create a lot of chances either. I'm not they sure what not. the numbers are, but they didn't. I mean, they didn't have a lot of jam in their play. They didn't have a lot of creativity. They didn't have a lot of oomph. They didn't have a lot of swag. Uh, I, again, I, you know, their pucks are getting through them. Like we just saw there on the Mestikov's goal. Pucks are getting through sticks. There's just no purpose. It was, it was no purpose in our game. Uh, I said before the game, if Bowen Byron's the best player on the ice, they have a chance to win. Well, I don't like to pick on Bo, but he was the worst way player below on the average ice. tonight. And when Cam McCarr's out and... No one is trying to replace Gal McCarr. We said it before, it's a committee. But some guys have to step up their game. I didn't see Bo today step up his game. My, yeah, my issue is your issue. It's the quality of the work. It's not that they didn't work. It's like they rushed through the job. And so you look at the first Jets game, and it's reminiscent of the problems that they had in this Jets game. They win the shots battle, but the quality of the chances they're creating is just not good enough. And so on paper, that looks as if that they were working hard, but that push really didn't come until the late in the third period, like one of their better power plays in the third period. And it was just too little too late, and I didn't feel like the quality of their work in the first and the second was good enough. Yep. It's... Uh, shots were 6-6 six to six at the end of the first period, and they're down 2 nothing. <laughs> that, that, like, that sums up the game. Uh, <laughs> it's... When you have one of offense, defense, and goaltending going on a night, it's hard to win. When you have none of them, game's over before it started. It, 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 
the abs just didn't have any of it tonight. And on some levels, I'm like, all right, it's a bad night, whatever, move on to the next one. On other levels, this can't keep happening. Yeah. I, you're not coming off a 10-game stretch where you've won eight games. Right. And you're like, these things happen. Nah, man. Well, I'm, I'm going to one more point before I forget because it was bugging me. Like, What I'm the most disappointed about tonight, it's not the end of the world. I'm not being negative. It's December. I get that. But in a season, you play 82 games. There's there's days that it's rough. It's tough. It, it really is. This is a grind. Like You get on a plane yesterday, going to Winnipeg, AJ's favorite place, and then you get there and it's 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 just a grind but i always talk about standings i I really don't care about standings but you know they're right behind you this is a game where you're really playing for first place when you think about it so it's a nice little challenge during the regular season to say on a december night hey let's show up tonight we're missing the best player on the planet kale mccarr one of the best players on the planet so let's see how we react they didn't pass the test tonight, not even close. And that's what I'm disappointed about. It's not the loss so much, it's, it's the lackluster effort of a game for first place. The heart rate wasn't up there. Shows you in the NHL, if you don't, your heart rate's not up there, you're not engaged in the game, results won't be there. Well, look, if you want to raise a kid that has smarter intelligence with the puck than the abs had tonight, Make sure you get over to College Invest. It's important to start saving for college early. And you need a plan in case your child doesn't get one of those athletic scholarships, unlike some people we know. Which, congrats to Max, by the way. Thank you. Super excited for Uh, College Invest makes it easy with flexible savings plans. Uh, Look, it's just important to, to make sure you set your kids up for success with something like College Invest. That's all they're here for. You can go over to collegeinvest.org today and open your account and get everything set up and rolling. Again, that's collegeinvest.org today. Or, you know, if you've got some extra spending cash, maybe you don't have kids, head over to Circus Sports. Have some fun in Vegas instead. That's the way to go with it. Uh, Circus Resort and Casinos, absolutely awesome place to go stay. We loved our time in Vegas there. Couldn't yeah. get enough of it. Uh, it's the world's largest sports book. Uh, they have a 78 million pixel screen uh, that takes 10 people to operate, apparently. That's kind of crazy. Uh, of course, they also have a huge casino, Stadium Swim, which you may have seen on our show, which is absolutely awesome to go hang out at. Uh, and the whole resort has over 500 rooms with all sorts of different layouts. So whatever it is you need, they've got you covered. If you're heading out to Vegas, maybe you're going to that Broncos Raiders game coming up in the new year. Uh, or you can go to Abs Vegas as well. All sorts of other options out there. You can use code DNVR20 when you book your stay to get 20% off. And you can download the Circa Sportsbook app available here in Colorado. Head on over to CircaSports.com today to get it all set up. Uh, Circa Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circa Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. How much of this is, as you guys were saying, yeah, I think there were plenty of shifts tonight where the Avs were putting in effort, maybe not the right way, but there was there was some effort in the plays to be made there. And how much of this is 
uh, the lack of effort. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say the Avs didn't try hard or anything like that, but a little bit of laziness from a Jonathan Druin in the middle of the ice, flinging a puck without looking, or uh, Nathan McKinnon not making that extra step to open up the passing lane. Is this a physical or mental problem? More. Let me ask it that way. I think it's a mental problem, personally. Okay. Because your physical follows your mental, right? Yeah. So, I think I think they're just not playing smart hockey. It's not committed enough to the details. It's not committed to playing the right way on a consistent basis, on a shift-to-shift basis. You know, we we saw the last two games what happens when your team locks in and plays the game the right way. They go out and beat teams. <laughs> and, like... Yeah, Winnipeg's better than that. So you're going to especially need that in this game. Yep. And it's not there, and it's disappointing. They've played twice against the Jets in the last, what, like week? Yep. Ten days, Just something about, like that? Yeah. And both times, they made life so easy for the Jets. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you can look at it and say, oh, they didn't have Kale McCarr, and they didn't have Arturi Lekkinen. Yeah, that's life in the NHL. You that There's no excuse for playing the way that they did. With those, despite whatever absences they may have, you know, are the Avs are the Avs way better off in in a game like this if they have Kale McCarr and Sam Gerrard? Yeah, of course. The Jets are also way better off with Kyle Connor, and they just dropped five real goals on you. Yep. So you know, like it's just to me, it's just a it's it's a lack of focus, and it, it, too many times already this year that's been the case. You're 30 games into the season, and you haven't mentally locked in as a team. Yep. On one hand, you're tied for first place after 30 games, despite that being true. Great. On the other hand, it's the worst division in the league, so you're getting lucky here. You're getting away with some of this bullshit. Yep. The Tatar move is the first one that says, all right, this isn't good enough. We need to start making changes in our group. What are those changes? No offense to Ben Myers, but Ben Myers on your second line or whatever. Not cutting it, yeah. That's not... Long term, you're not looking at that like that's going to be a difference maker. So what's the plan here? You have another, what, four or five weeks until Lekkanen is back? At least. So you need you need to do something. It's not a bad hockey team. No. It's not even a lazy hockey team. It's just a, it's just a hockey team that it just has too many lapses. It allows it, it. It gets itself into that into that mind frame where it's too easy to play against too frequently, and it's frustrating to watch. It's definitely frustrating. Some complacency has crept into their game that we're not used to seeing in Avalanche hockey, because it isn't totally lazy hockey. And I think it's what we're used to seeing, though it is different from what we're used to seeing. And I think that's what is an identity issue right now within the group. They know what their identity is supposed to be. I think that there are players from the 2022 team who are very aware of what they need to be. And that's where I think the complacency creeps in for some of the stars who know what they are capable of being and sometimes fall back on that too comfortably in games when they aren't that same team. They don't have the ability to put the foot on the pedal and come back in games quite the same way that they used to. They have to put together more complete 60 games than I think the 2022 group was able to do by the end of that year. That was something that they had to build towards as well. And the Avs just haven't earned the trust of us so far in this season to be able to do that. 
and tonight it it points to a little bit of lack of pride. There should have been more pride to win this game tonight because division points were on the line, and that's just not what their identity is. A team that doesn't play with pride is just not who the Avalanche are, and that's what concerns me a little bit. It's not a skill-based issue. It's completely mental, and it's like Eric talks about. Consistency is hard, and it's just been a little bit hard for this Avalanche group in particular. I mean, there's, there's, there's two things. You always, I always look at two things, as an individual or as a team. At the end of the game, I go in the shower or whatever it is, and I say to myself, individually or as a team, did we outwork the other team? You know, And the answer is no. Did we execute more than the other team? The answer is no. Usually, if you go 0 for 2, you have no chance. Zero chance of winning the game. The only time that happens is if your goalie steals it. So we all know that we went 0 for 3 there, right? So it's a very easy recipe. But what some guys are starting to find out here, to everybody's point right here on this panel, like it's not easy. It's not easy what's demanded of the abs every day practice games wins you got to be out there to be a championship team and some guys are finding that out that oh it's a little hard maybe i'll just take a day off today you can't you can't um and i'm not just blaming new guys i'm even some guys that have been there you know what i mean like it's you got to go back to to see what it takes like a year and a half ago to win it all like it's freaking grueling so you can't have days like tonight, which have crept up. Is that a word? Crept up, creeped up uh, the last little while there in their game, and it's just not acceptable. It might be acceptable for Team X in the middle of the standings in the middle of the year. It's not acceptable here for this type of team that they're trying to be. Are they that team right now? No, they're not. They're too inconsistent right now, and, and stuff that needs to be stopped. And it, you know, the easiest thing is it's fixable because it's not being stubborn with the game. We talked about it before the game. Don't be stubborn with your game. Don't be undisciplined with your game. Undisciplined is just not taking penalties. It's not throwing pucks over at the blue lines. It's not, not skipping any steps. Like not Megan skipping said. steps. Yeah. And that's what is, you know creeping up in their play right now i'm using your expression and you know, all like of, of lately and that's what's kind of disappointing for me and tonight i didn't i, I really felt awesome before the game saying like this is gonna be fun this is gonna be a grind aj was looking at me sideways like eh, eh, you know because he's been there so many times in winnipeg but it just i just felt that because of the situation of the the game you know, it's a four-point game, right? You know, and it's right there. I just felt they would come out like having eaten like lion or tiger steaks for pregame. It, well, and, and that's, it didn't look like it. That's kind of where I'm at with Megan's point about pride, too. Because the Avs show up in the third period of this game and push. They're already down 3 nothing. you got to have that pride when it's 0-0 in the first period. Because if you just put yourself in a 2-0 hole... Yeah, occasionally you'll come back in the NHL. Right? Yeah. But most of the time, you're going to lose those games. It's just the reality. I think it's something like 70 to 75% of games, if you're up 2 nothing, that that team goes on to win. Which, three out of ten times, you'll figure it out. But you're not setting yourself up for success if the other seven... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. 60% like, of the time, it always works. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Uh, Ron Burgundy. 
Is that it? Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, hey, I knew I was close enough. It's it's just too hard to do this to yourself regularly as the avalanche and expect yourself to be successful. And despite that, they're still at the top of the Central Division, even if they're tied with Winnipeg now or whatever. They haven't destroyed their season or anything. No. But it's very obvious that they need to be better than this. I think I don't know. the part that is frustrating is we've talked about this. They're not making the other teams earn those goals. Yep. These are issues where there's a turnover in the offensive zone or the Jets are able to find a seam in the defensive zone that should not be available to them. And that is, those are things where the abs are shooting themselves in the foot. And I don't think that the Jets didn't deserve a win tonight. No. The abs just made it too easy for them to get up in the game the way that they did. It's, it's not complicated. Go watch the goals. And you watch seam passes go across to wide open guys on what? Four of the goals, four of the five goals tonight that mattered? Yeah, I mean, I I'm get a, it's more complicated. Well, than I'm that, afraid but. to t- I'm afraid to say anything negative about, about Ivan Prozvintov because anytime you try and say, I don't think a goalie played well, it becomes you have got to the goalie's fault. <laughs> and it's like he wasn't good today. He wasn't. He just wasn't good today. If Alexander Georgiev played the exact same game, would you feel like he was good today? No, no, of course not. You would feel like that wasn't good enough, man. And it was, for me, Prozvatov wasn't good enough. Was he put in some tough spots? Yes. Has every goaltender in the <laughs> NHL's history been put in tough spots in games? Yes. And what, what you don't like is that he's not competitive on a couple of those goals. Yep. Not but even it, close. It's funny, it's funny to say, because am I really going to nitpick the fifth goal against? But I think it's just a good example of that's a very basic three on two. Makes the pass across, and Prosvitov's not even close. Yep. And it speaks to the thing that we've all been frustrated about with his ability. And his lateral movement. His lateral movement, his athleticism, it's not it's not good. And when he's cause he's big and he gets square to the shooter, he can stop a lot of first shots. Yep. And then after that, we'll see. But when he has to try and move, I mean you see him on the first call. Am I going to blame the goaltender for a goal in which it's, they make a nice play? It's probably a goal anyway. And, and yeah. Ross Colton and Bowen Byram both go to the same guy, and you're like, one of you has absolutely messed this up. And Ivan Prozvatov, he doesn't even attempt to push. He just dives. You're talking about if you go through every like top 10 saves of the year compilations from the last 20 years in, NH- in the NHL, it's those types of saves. Guys just diving and hoping to get it right. Yep. Because they happen a handful of times in a season. He doesn't give himself a realistic chance there. He just doesn't. He's not good enough there. It's not It's not that the entire game is his fault. We've been dragging the abs for however long the show has been. But this is just, for, for, for your goaltender, it's also not good enough. I put him on the exact same list as everybody else. Today, just it wasn't good enough. I, I think it's pretty straightforward, and we talk about this a lot. Especially when the Avs aren't playing well. All you're doing is you're asking your goaltender to give you guys a chance to win the game. Don't let it get to 3-0. The Avs get it to 3-1 in the third period. Don't let them get that fourth one. And, and it, the Avs probably still lose anyway because they weren't playing well enough. 
and but it there was never a chance to build that. Yeah, exactly. It happens immediately. It goes from 3-1 to 4-1, and you're like, oh, that took two minutes. Yep. Well, cool. It's just tough. Anyway, uh, we are brought to you by the amazing people over at Illegal Pete's. Uh, I wasn't here, but they catered our uh, our holiday party. Was it good? It was good. It was Excellent. good. There you go. Really good. So delicious Illegal Pete's. They can cater your holiday party, too, if that's what you're looking for. Or, of course, you can go to one of their 11 different locations and get in on some burrito deliciousness. Uh, go check them out. They also do happy hour from 3 to 8 p.m. Great place to go to pregame the bar. Just one a couple blocks down the road. So hit up Illegal Pete's today. Get yourself in on the burritos. And then if you want to go watch the Avs in person, if you think you can make the difference by yelling at them to shoot from the stands, get your tickets with game time. No, it's you got to tell them to not be lazy. Ah, the, the, the fan that yells, work! Yeah, shoot is so 2015. All right, we're yelling now work now. Yeah. Now it's work and do something. Do something! Yeah. Do it! <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here for the Rihanna fan. If you're in the fans going, work, 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 yeah. work, work, I'm here for it. All right? Uh, get your tickets with game time, though. The best ticket price is guaranteed. You get $20 off your first purchase when you sign up with code right. DNVR. Uh, and you can get a bunch of amazing deals, whether it's waiting for last-minute tickets using the section selector. Uh, they even have tickets uh. to concerts and movies and theaters and all sorts of stuff. So. Go sign up for the Game Time app today and join over 15 million people who use it to get their tickets. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. It's a bad game. Is this one that's going to sting for a little while? Or is all forgiven if they go out and beat the Sharks tomorrow? They have to beat the Sharks tomorrow. I would say that's true. I well, don't know that I, it's forgiven. Okay. That, that, I, I would agree. I think obviously beating the Sharks tomorrow helps, but this is one that you're looking at and you're going, the Avs lost four points tonight. This wasn't a two-point game. This was direct competition for the top of the Central Division, and the Avs didn't show up. Well, when we talked about separation in the division and all that recently, and you lost two regulation games in a week to the Jets. Yep. Like, instead of separating, they closed the gap, and now you're tied. Yep. It's all right. It happens. Yeah. Doesn't it mean it's good. Didn't did not did not go great. So now you have to go back tomorrow. And the nice thing about tomorrow is that you do. You just put it, you just bend this. You fly home and then you go play the sharks. The sharks aren't very good. No matter what the guy in the chat is gonna say about how excellent they've played of late. <laughs> they've got a bunch of multi-goal uh, deficits that they have yeah. that they have erased in third periods of games. They are getting by. They suck. You don't. I don't care about rest tomorrow. Your number one goaltender is in net. You should body them. Yep. You should body them. You should be good and pissed off about today. You have all the other things going in your favor. You need to take them to the woodshed. Well, you took. it is a back-to-back. Those guys are at the hotel right now. I mean, you're thinking it's 830. They're at the hotel. San Jose, you know what I mean? Resting after a nice dinner, right? Abs are flying back. San Jose's not playing tonight, right? Correct. I mean, they're I, they're I in Denver. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's there's my point. So they're it's I mean, it was early start tonight. So it's not that bad coming back from Winnipeg and Canada. It's not like you really burnt yourself out tonight <laughs> effort wise. 
and I'm not afraid to say it, it was not like, wow, I really left it all out on the table. Not a lot of guys can shower and say that right now. And then you should be all right, and you're right. Georgiev should be in net tomorrow. Out of the doghouse, right? They pushed the envelope a little too much in my mind. You know, by putting Pospitov today in there. I, well, it is what it is. Uh, but I think Georgiev, out of the doghouse tomorrow, we'll see how he responds. I think he's a fighter. I think he's a, he's a proud guy. And I think he's going to respond well. And you really didn't go up to snuff today as a team or as an individual to make the loss of Makar, to make the loss of whatever it is. They didn't really bounce. Not bounce, but it wasn't a playoff game. I thought it was going to be a playoff game. So then you have a do-over tomorrow. That's the beauty of hockey. It's tomorrow. You don't have to wait a week like football. Get to bed tonight. Get to the ring tomorrow and bring your heart rate up. I mean, somewhere, somehow, I agree with you. You should beat them. Yeah, they've won two of the last three, San Jose. Yeah, they're, they've played better lately. But if you're on your game, there's no way this should be close. Look, goaltending, your defense, your bottom six, your top six, mentally, physically, offense, defense, every category, the app should be looking at it and saying, we need to be better tomorrow. Power play was okay. It scored one. I mean, it shot. I guess. Ooh. Yeah. Right? No. All right. Uh, it's fine. You're trying to sell it. You're trying. It's, I mean. Here, here's what I didn't like about the power play. In the first period, you have a power play. I don't remember what it was. Was it one nothing at the time or 0-0? Zero, zero? And it was just butt awful. And that's why I don't like it. It was a timely, a timely power play, right? You know what I mean? Like, you make a good play. You're back in the game. Instead, they made that play when the game was out of reach in the third period. Yep. So, yeah, stats-wise, they did score. But at the end of the day, it wasn't a timely goal. Like, was, I, I want to touch on this a little bit more. I know I kind of mentioned it, but do not fall into the box score trap of this game. I didn't even look at natural stat trick. It doesn't matter. Yeah, none of that matters. If you go and look at the deserved a win meter or whatever, I, I, I hate that thing, Stay by the way. Stay out of my Twitter Which, mentions with the deserved yeah. win meter What is deserved to win-o-meter? I hate that thing. I hate it. People will use it to justify how they feel about the game, and you shouldn't rely on that solely. No. It's not the I best mean, tool. As always, you should rely on nothing solely. Yep. You know, like, don't ever just look at one, oh, look at that Look at that game score and go, wow, that guy was great tonight. No, oh, my God. No. Is there such a thing? I mean, I'm being stupid right Yeah, now. and it uses advanced stats yeah. to calculate it, but oh. it's so limited it in what It does not take score doing. effects into account Time out, time all. out here. I, I, you know how much I respect numbers, right? And I say I'm not the best at it, and I'll say it right here live on the air. I'm not the best. You guys are so much better than me, and I enjoy because I'm learning from you guys. And you can always get better at something, and this is big for me. I'm learning all this stuff. But if you ask 100 people today on the eye test out of 100, 100 will tell you, yeah, they didn't deserve to win. Zero for 100. And if you go look at the numbers out of context, you'll be like, oh, wow, the Avs outshot the Jets in this game. Stop. This was not even a close game. It's nonsense. The Avs had a bunch of shots after this game was 5-1. to And they were meaningless. It, they had a pulled goaltender for like four minutes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Where they just kept the puck 
They moved it around. They had a bunch of shots. They made a, had a bunch of passes in the middle there. It was... Like, that's exactly the kind of thing... Goose is the numbers, man. Yeah. It's just... I think Eric bringing up that first power play actually captures a lot of what was wrong with this game. They're down 2 nothing at that point, yeah, and nothing. they have one blocked and one missed shot, and that's it. Not a single shot on that. Well, Druid lost the puck in the corner. Remember, like, out of the blue. It was just like... This comes full circle to what I was talking about earlier. AJ was talking about it in the third period. It's the third period power play, and they're vibing. They're doing their thing, and it's we're one all of the like, ones. "Where, where Game's was out of this? Range. Where was this when you really needed it, and you could have had a chance to be in this game?" That's yeah. what I'm saying. Exactly right. Frustrating. That's Very how much I would so. describe this game. It's frustrating <laughs> because the abs are better than this. They made us look foolish. It's rare I get pissy. You guys know that I'm pissy tonight. I apologize. <laughs> All right, dry side. I, I even walked on the. <laughs> I even walked on the Broncos live set. Not you know, even know when Eric's going. When Eric goes to get cookies, that's yeah. when you know he's mad. All yeah, right? I need to go for a walk. Uh, <laughs> look, it was a bad game. I think frustrated is the perfect way to put it, and that's why I also have a little bit of hope. Because if the abs just sucked. This wouldn't be a frustrating game. This would be like, oh, well, they just suck. I don't know what to tell you. They're going to have bad ones. But you expect better out of Colorado. Not just in this game, but every single night. You expect them to be better than this. I'm going to go to Super Chats. I know we've got a few. Can't read that. Uh, $5 from Melanie, who says, Not a great game, but no time for crying. Time to move on to the next yeah, that, that goldfish memory is always important in sports. Ted Lasso. You gotta, you gotta turn it into motivation sometimes too. I hope this one burns on him a little bit. Yeah, you know? it like, hurts. I'm just <laughs> With Georgiev going back in net tomorrow, it sets him up for a good rebound week. Yep. You play San Jose and Chicago. Yep. Those are the two worst defenses in the NHL. Like, go get some goal support. Go get some wins. Exactly. Then everyone gets to settle down and be like, all right, your starter's back doing his thing. Okay, let's not be ridiculous. We know people aren't going to settle down. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Uh, thank you for the five, Melanie. $10 from Easton who says, that was an ugly one. My fiance and I are coming to Denver next week to see our first Avs game at ball. Will you guys be podcasting the 19th for the Chicago game or the 21st? Uh, the one we're going to. We podcast for every game, baby. Uh, we cover them all. Uh, so, yes, we will be podcasting. Also, I hope you enjoy your first Avs game. It's usually a fun experience. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully the Avs play well uh, in that one. We are here at the bar for every game. Uh, if you want to come say hi, please do. Uh, thank you for the 10. Uh, 20 Canadian from Trevor, who says, don't need to post this. Uh, Mary. Do, Trevor. Okay. Tiff says he, we have to post it. Or I don't, maybe she can talk on the show. You probably heard her. Uh, Merry Christmas, Megan, AJ, Rudo, Eric. Love every game day, weekly Aww. and monthly pod. Thank you very Merry much, Trevor. Christmas, we appreciate Trevor. the support. Merry Christmas. 28 Canadian from Drew, who says, I don't know how hard that was to watch on TV, but being at this game, God, it was brutal. <laughs> yeah, that was hard to watch. It was. Not a fun one. Being don't recommend. Being at the game, I'm sorry. Drew. What was it? Being at the game. Sorry oh. to hear that, oh, Drew. Yeah. Yeah, don't think you got your money's worth <laughs> for that ticket. Probably not. Uh, unless you're a Jets fan, in which case you definitely got your money's worth. At least worth, it was but. Canadian dollars that you spent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then $2 from Vaguely Sober. Is that claps? I can't see the emoji. It's a potato. It's a potato. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was claps, too. It's a potato game. I'm here for that. Gross. Uh, all right. On that note, if you want to hide how hungover you are from your holiday party, <laughs> get yourself some Shady Rays. They'll cover up your hungover eyes really, really well. They're also good at actually being sunglasses. Go to ShadyRays.com. If you get two pairs or more with code DNVR, you get 50% off your entire order. Uh, tons of people have given them over five stars. I think it's over 250000 uh, and the best part is, first 30 days, you don't like them, you lose them, you break them, they'll replace them for absolutely free. So go check them out. Go give them a try. Hit them up at ShadyRays.com. And then if you are forced against your will to watch a hockey game like this one, <laughs> call Bacchus and Shanker at 222-2222. Uh, or go to ColoradoLaw.net. They'll give you a free consultation. If you've been injured legitimately in any way that's not your fault, whether it's a car accident or something happened at work or anything like that, huh. Bacchus and Shanker has your back. Uh, when they take on your case, you pay nothing up front, and they don't get paid until you get paid. So anyone can get in on this deal. You don't need money to get what you deserve if you have been in an injury situation. Call Bacchus and Shanker today. Bacchus and Shanker wins. I think this was a quick one. I don't have a ton else. Is there anything else you guys wanted to touch on? I wanted to shout out whoever sent us a handwritten Christmas holiday wishes card because it was anonymous. And so I hope that they're listening because it was a really thoughtful gesture and we passed it around the whole beat and got to read it and really appreciated it. Yep. Thank you. Games like this one, nights like tonight, you know what helps get through the frustrating losses? It's the fam. <laughs> You guys. It's all y'all. I know sometimes y'all like to do them and then we get mad and you get mad. But <laughs> at least then we don't have to pay attention to the terrible hockey game. So We did, though. We had to watch the game yeah. and then we have to watch everybody be mad about it. Well, you know what? At least we can be that outlet for and, some people. And after, and after the game the other day that they won, everybody spent the entire time talking about all the guys they would trade. <laughs> Was Tatar one of them? It's a first place team. They're so good. They're still a good hockey team. I just, uh, I just don't. I, uh, I guess I'm emotionally, I'm just confused. I'm, I'm not gonna argue it. I'm just confused. We man. appreciate like all of y'all sending us the love. We'll put it that way. One more it's a, request. It's a good hockey team on a, had a bad day. One more request from Megan and I on this side of the, the room. <laughs> we don't want the shirt to be retired because of tonight. The watermelon shirt. Oh, we want, we, do. Oh, we, we, want, we wanted to that. make sure. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the watermelon's fault. It wasn't tonight. the watermelon's no, fault. No, the, water, the watermelon is about me and how I feel on that day. So when I wear the watermelon, you know that I'm feeling it. So I had a fun night last night. I got a good night's sleep. I'm good. All right. Thank you. That's all I got. We'll keep this one short. No need to continue being frustrated. Move on with our lives. Do it all again tomorrow. It's that easy. Uh, we appreciate y'all. We are out of here for the night. We will see you for the Avs game tomorrow. Pre-game, watch along, post-game, the whole nine tomorrow. So, Oh, no written content this weekend. Yeah. Our, our website is down. It's getting an update this weekend. Yeah. So it, there will be nothing from this game. Yeah, nothing, nothing yeah. like that. So if you wanted to go and look at duds and see me put the Avs, that's what I would have written. Easy one. Uh, Sunday stuff will probably go up Monday morning. We might have some stuff. It just depends on the website. We'll see. But 
I'll still have a uh, YouTube review about how the abs are bad, <laughs> if that's your thing. We hope to see you arguing in chat tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Y'all silly like the mayor.